Welcome, 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 guys. What up, though? All right. I am Casey, the hype version. And this is Hendrix, the hype version. The hype version. What up? Yeah. And we are two awkward-ass, corny-ass, turned-up-ass millennials. And, you know, I'm welcoming you guys to the, the 2 a.m. podcast. What to do? That's really your hype voice. Yeah. That's, that is horrible. Yeah, yeah. Turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up. Hey. <laughs> Millie Rock. Mm. Yeah, we are we are mm. we are really some mm. uh, assholes. Mm. But you know, we've mm. been here. You know, we keep our ear to the streets, and we've been hearing that. You know, we not uh, hype enough. Turn as, up as mm. hype and ratchet as some people might like us to mm. be. Mm. So you know, in an attempt to do that, you know, we gonna put on our our hypest hype voice. All right, our turn up voice. Turn up the fuck. <laughs> what? Yeah. Even though we tired as fuck, we we still gonna turn up. Yeah, I literally don't want to be awake right now, but <laughs> it's all good though. You know, I had to crawl out of bed. Like, bitch, what? Get up! No, get up! No, get up, girl! And I had to, it, it was it was hard. It was hard out here. Definitely hard out here. <sighs> What's up? You going? How how are you today? What's going on? You turned up? You hype? Um, I'm on my second cup of coffee, so yeah. Oh. So, yeah, I'm pretty. I'll probably be sleeping like 30 minutes. You make me actually want espresso. I might actually have to go around the corner to Starbucks and get one. Oh, actually, I'll go to Kroger's and uh, give me some espresso. Why not go to Tim Hortons? Hmm? Just go to Tim Hortons. Well, the I'm going to Kroger's anyway because I have uh-huh. to go get some groceries. So, it's a Starbucks in there because, you know, ha, suburbia. So, um. Oh, of course, <laughs> eight mile living. Ass, nigga. <laughs> I'm way up eight mile. That Kroger's is, I'm on 21 miles. <laughs> 21 miles, shit. And but, somebody just called me across eight mile, nigga. I, I mean, I really don't care. Like I'm a grown. Like once you get some money, you're supposed to, you know, kind of be adult and not stay in the same place. I, I mean, my uh, I, I say this all the time, but I've never exactly really been like having like a really solid position with my black card. So I'm cool with that. Like, and I live in the city, and people are just like, nah. Actually, I have I wore a Detroit versus everybody uh, hoodie yesterday, and my friend was like, "You're not even from Detroit." <laughs> Like, shut the fuck up I don't live in Detroit now But I'm, I'm, I'm born like, and I'm raised from, Like I'm from the slums <laughs> I got it off the mud man You don't even know What the fuck Born and raised my Born nigga. and raised In the county of Wayne You know what I'm saying I be trying to Alright All right. That's enough No Alright well <laughs> That is enough of you Born and raised in the county of Wayne You are a <laughs> corn ball Cornball. You a hater, bro. You received a supreme cornball for that. No, my neighborhood wasn't fucked up when I was younger, but that shit now, though, now I came from the slums, man, because, woo. No, I came from the slums for real, for real. Yeah. Hey, Mala John R, baby. I don't know. That sounds bad, but, you it know, you side all day. What's good? It is, it is bad. Put your fingers down. Somebody was like, uh, <laughs> somebody went to, I was like, what hood you from? And I'm like, what? I'm like, um, I'm from the east side. And they're like, but what hood? And I'm like, did they have names? Or, um. <laughs> Only the bad ones. Morningside? I don't know. Like, <laughs> Morningside, gay, gay, gay. <laughs> I actually played for more than side. At Bethany? Yeah. That was what I used to be over there at Bethany and shit. I remember that. Man. 
We talking about a whole Purdue church shit that most of y'all probably like, what? Anyways, Eastside. Can you just get to the fucking episode? Eastside, I'm good. Thanks for asking. You know what I'm saying? Trapping out the bando. You know what I'm saying? Being hype as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Turning up queen the fuck. You know, you know what I'm saying? I'm channeling my inner... Um, I don't know. Anyways, uh, a lot of people were uh, very amused that you didn't know what uh, living your best life meant. Some all people thought that was funny. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Because you've been living your best life for the longest. I know. So y'all thought I was just out here fucking and sucking. That's what you thought. That's what you thought. You guys is nasty as that's hell. That's what you said. Brother. That's not what I said. <laughs> that's not what the fuck I that's said. That's what you said. That might not be what you meant, but that's what you said. Calling me. Okay, girl, give me a second. Um, but yeah, like I didn't know. Um. I, it's still actually hard for me to stop saying it personally because I feel like I'm living my best life. Not in the way that, I mean, literally, like if you just look all those words up in the dictionary with like a thesaurus and sentence and the subject and a predicate, you know what I'm saying? Depending on what dictionary you're looking at. Not urban dictionary. <laughs> I'm talking about a Webster. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep it funky. Yeah. I'm good. I hope you guys are all good. I hope you guys had a good weekend. You know what I'm saying? One kind of forever. I'm just saying. So, uh, what, uh, what's going on? I mean, besides uh, the obvious, mm-hmm. besides the obvious, um, I don't know. I don't know. I had a, I had a pretty good week. Well, I didn't have a good, pretty good week. I made it into a pretty good week because I... I had an epiphany, and I'll share that in my um, Grind My Gear segment, but I had an epiphany this week, and it was very liberating. This is before I saw Black Panther. It was very liberating. You know, sometimes you have to call yourself um, on the carpet, and... uh, (laughs) (laughs) What? Sometimes you have to call yourself on the carpet and actually, you know, address your own bullshit, you know. Stop looking well. at other people and shit like that. Wow, wow. So, yeah. I had Preach. a moment like that. Other than that, uh... Ooh, I, wanted, I want more details about this, this moment. It this, sounds great. The snow is gone. Um, the rain is here. I'm cool with that, actually. Yeah, it's crazy. We're supposed to get like five inches of rain this week. Wow. Is... We're not cool with that part. But, you know what? That's more likely to go in the drain than... Um, not here. Whatever the... Well, not out here. here it is. Um, Let me see how hard I roll treat you, bro. I don't know about um, anywhere else. But... Yeah. I mean, other than that, you know, it's pretty pretty solid week. Pretty solid week. It's going to be 60 degrees tomorrow. I'm going swimming. You know what I'm saying? In the rain. Yes, you are. I mean, because if it's raining, you already in the water. It don't really count. So, go on swimming. Okay. Help this child, please. Jesus, please. Anyways, like I said, <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. You know, I guess we're going to start the show. So, Kendrax, in um, your best hype voice, in my tell, best us, hype tell voice? us what's going on. All right. So, if y'all... <laughs> 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 Um, so if y'all actually uh, watched the All-Star game last night, uh, the pre-show festivities were absolutely atrocious. Oh, God. What happened? Uh, Kevin Hart is the corniest nigga in comedy. Like, I... You know, it's it's bad that he at one point in time was so revered as you know a quick witted comedian, and now it's just like yeah, shut the fuck up, we don't want to see you. Like I don't know if it's overexposure or uh, you know he fired one of his writers or something like that, but yeah, he 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 did the introductions for the players or whatever, and shit was not funny. Like players was you know side eyeing him and shit. Like all right, bro, get the fuck. Just really? Yeah. 
Yeah, he uh, <laughs> he got a couple death stares and shit like that. Like he's not funny at all. But oh wow, that wasn't the main theme from the pre-show of the All Star Game. Fergie performed the Where national the fuck anthem. They found her. Apparently, uh, she. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if Fergie did this on purpose. Or if it was like an honest attempt to change things up. Like, I don't know if it was satire or if it was just like creative expression. But she absolutely butchered the fuck out of the national anthem. Oh, like she fucked up. Like, even me as, you know, a a black male, like, I kind of like cringed at what the fuck she was doing because it's not, it wasn't even remotely the same. Like, it was complete, like, she kind of, she fucking scattered the national anthem. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, everybody's looking like, what the fuck? Like, if it was satire, if that was her way of protesting, you know, the shit that's going on in the country, I applaud her if she was being That is actually quite hilarious. You actually need to go find that video. I'm going to immediately following this. No, you need to go find that now. I'm gonna find it. But I'm. I can't I multitask, so I, I don't, don't know why under, you would encourage me to do I anything know, I else. Got it. Here you go. Here you go. So I don't understand what she was doing, what she was trying to do. None of that. Like it was just a bad, bad deal altogether. Like I don't know. Like I said, if it was, if that was her purpose, like if her purpose was to uh, make fun of the national anthem, I mean, you should. You probably shouldn't do that. That shouldn't be your way to protest. You know your political views, but salute to you. you get your all lives matter ass off no, my just, microphone. No, I'm just saying, like I just don't see that motherfucker or Neil or Pro. T- <laughs> Draymond not making it no better. <laughs> yeah, that shit was horrible. Oh, it wasn't like bits and pieces and that like that. That was the whole shebang about. He literally was like. And you start laughing, bro. That shit was funny as hell. Yeah, I mean, you know, the All Star Game was uh, it was in L. A. this year, so I'm pretty sure they, you know, everybody had their nice little Rick for the drips going on. Like, you know, cocaine was flowing freely and shit like that. I don't, I don't know if that was the case, but uh, that shit was horrible. Absolutely horrible. Absolutely horrible. You gotta find the whole video. That shit is hilarious. Oh no, I'm definitely gonna look for that. <laughs> so earlier in the week, um, LeBron James and Kevin Durant uh were on a show, I think it's called uh it's, it has something to do with Uber, it's like celebrity Uber. Okay. And um they were just discussing, you know, different things and as you know, LeBron has been for the last couple years very much in the forefront of equality in regards to politics and everything Mm -hmm. like he was the one who was uh jump-starting the Trayvon Martin movement with the hoodies and he did the Eric you know the I can't breathe hoodies with uh for Eric Garner you know so forth right um so during the discussion he you know pretty much went in on Donald Trump and of course Fox News. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Fox News reporter Laura Ingram Mm -hmm. pretty much stated that we don't want to hear you talk about politics. We just want you to shut up and dribble. Now, in her defense, she has come out because she said, I I never heard of this bitch before this, um, but... 
this lady. I apologize. Somebody's gonna be mad. The feminists are fuming right now. <laughs> um, she said that it, her statement "Shut up and dribble" originates from her 2003 New York Times bestseller "Shut Up and Sing." Um, in that book, she was talking about uh, the Dixie Chicks and Barbara Streisand, who were talking about George W. Bush at the time. Like she said, she used a variation of that for the. The last 15 years after the book came out, she uh, she told Robert De Niro to shut up and act. Uh, she told Jimmy Kimmel to shut up and make us laugh. And even the week before, she told uh, San Antonio Spurs coach Greg Popovich to shut up and coach. Now, the biggest issue is the fact that she feels like she... She want to be a hashtag so bad, bitch. It ain't <laughs> catching. I ain't heard about none of this shit. <laughs> The fact is that she felt like she could actually, like, it doesn't matter that you've been using it for the last 15 years. It's inappropriate regardless. Yeah. How about you just shut the fuck up and shut the fuck up? Because I don't know what else exactly. you do. Exactly. Like, if somebody was to throw that back at you, like, you know. Like, shut up and, is she old? Not old. I'm about to say, shut up and die. Anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just do whatever you should do. Shut the fuck up, personally. I can call you a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Bitch. Shut up. <laughs> shut up and stop bitching, bitch. Oh. Oh wow! The quality of these nuts. It's oh, a lot of animosity there. That was very. I hate when people be. That's very man, I was cussing people out all yesterday because I had time and I was bored, and it's just it keeps me young personally. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's my. Oh, why are you telling people the secret? What the fuck. What? <laughs> the secret to our youthfulness. Why are you telling people the secret? It's like, oh, you look so young. Like, yeah, bitch, because I'd say shit like that all the time. Yeah, fuck you, dumb cunt. Yeah. Wait, what? That's the <laughs> so quickly. <laughs> no, I'm hype. I'm all jacked up on caffeine oh, right now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't feel like anybody, regardless of your platform, should have the ability or have the gall to actually tell somebody to shut up and do whatever I want you to do or whatever you're known for doing. People have the right to feel and comment and, like, voice their opinions or concerns, all of this stuff. This is the same... On the same level, what I was cussing people out about yesterday. It's like people saying, like, just stop crying. Or just stop I'm like, how about you just shut the fuck up and mind your business? Like, <laughs> you don't really actually have to worry about what I'm doing at all. Like, it's not affecting your ass, so just shut up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the same thing. Like, he can actually say what the hell he wants to. Just like you're saying whatever the hell you want to. Just shut up. You know what I'm saying? You just a thing. You have the right to comment and feel and have opinions and stuff like that. And no one else has the right to say anything about it. Like, it's just kind of like, just like you have an opinion, like, we all got one, it's a butthole, like, it's just, 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 it's all the same. You know what I'm saying? Just shut the fuck up. Everybody, just shut up. Just shut up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Speak freely. Shut up about what other people are speaking freely about. And um, then the world might be a better place. Well, no, it's still all these racists and murderers. And, you know what I'm saying? Pedophiles and criminals and, you know, what kind of forever. You know, I kind of want it. To touch on the uh, school shooting in Orlando, um, but I it's mean, too soon to talk about gun control. Let these families mourn. That sarcasm inside terribly. No, I mean that that whole thing is not going to be addressed, regardless. Um, unfortunately, the, they're trying to take away our guns. Unfortunately, the NRA is much too powerful in politics. They devised a very um, a it's very so good crazy point. how. Um, it's it's just like they're so untouchable. 
I mean, when it's you like put fuck forth, back, that's the fucking Illuminati right there. If you put forth enough money in a certain thing, you are untouchable. Definitely, it's crazy. I mean, like the way the I mean the world is set up with all of these different. Well, the country, I would say, probably the world in general, but the country specifically have all these different machines set up and it's like for them to fall it's like impossible and it's like stuff like the nra or like yeah racist or <laughs> and they're probably it's probably one of the same somewhere look it's no way in the fuck it should be or like big farm companies the tobacco industry like all of these things are like set up to like essentially fuck everything up it will never go away and the food like it's just like it's all of this shit around you you kind of just have to like cipher through the bullshit because it's just never ending it's a never ending like pit of fiery trash and shit cow shit specifically maybe pig shit too but whatever what do i know we'll all die soon yeah i mean it's it's ridiculous that automatic assault rifles are illegal but you can buy a semi-automatic assault rifle, put a component on it to make it a fully automatic assault rifle. Like, the because part, the thing the is, part that, like, is legal. What, what I don't understand is this. I under, I'm all for, like, protecting yourself. I'm all for, like... um. Nobody's trying to take your guns. No one's trying to take your guns. But I, guess I'm, I guess I don't understand what's wrong with, like, common sense gun laws. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, tweaking it to where it makes sense. No one's saying that you can't have a gun. But if you're... If you check out mentally... Like, shit. All of the... Oops, y'all be wanting people to jump through for government assistance, right? Y'all want people to, like, oh, make them take drug tests, make sure this and that and all this stuff like that. Like, so why can't we, you know, make sure that people who we give weapons to don't have mental disabilities or prone to violence or willing to shoot up a fucking school? Make or, sure you know, they have a high school diploma. Make sure they have a high school diploma. Make sure, like, you know what I'm saying, they are normal or... Make sure, you know, you should maybe have a kind of like a um, mental evaluation done, like all of this stuff. It shouldn't just be like, oh, yeah, you know, I want a gun and I'm mad. Like anger evaluation, maybe a blot test. I don't fucking know. But it's so many things that can be done to, you know, look at mental health in a positive way that will kind of make gun control like I don't know I guess reality because it's really a matter of it getting into the wrong hands and every time we never discuss guns and why they're so easily accessible every time something happens it's a a post that um, I always see on Facebook about um, it's some country some Asian country it's about Denmark no, it's, it's... It's Asian? It's, yeah, it's an Asian country. Uh-huh. I can't remember what it was, but they were saying, like, how they are, like, the... They have, like, one-third percent of, like, gun, like, I don't even think their cops carry guns. Like, they were saying, like, how bored their cops are because you don't... Like, no one really has guns. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, like, technically... I know Australia is like that. Like, I understand, like, okay, hunting or stuff like that. Whatever. You better hunt with a bow and arrow. But anyways, hunting or shit like that. You want your guns to hunt. But in theory, if no one had them, wouldn't that kind of, you know, make it make sense for not to have them? I would make sense because, okay, if the criminal has a gun, I need a gun to protect myself, right? That's the logic. Or, you know, if I hunt or I collect these for sport or whatever the fuck the case may be. But it's just like, if no one had them, then no one would need them. Because you're not defending yourself. Maybe we should set up like a little hunting thing where you can go rent your guns and then turn them in kind of thing. I don't know what the fuck could happen, but it's like, I know it'll never happen. I'm clearly thinking about a dream world in Narnia, but it's just like, 
the fact that a kid with clear mental issues can get his hands on this kind of artillery and take down 17 innocent children is is what I don't understand. And, and, then it's, and then we can go into the whole mental health thing and how it's always like, oh, well, you know, he had issues. And it's just like, and, and you find me a person without any issues and I can tell you it's a difference between being insane and being insane. Like, the problems that you have did not, you know, take, force you to go and take <laughs> somebody else's life. If you're, never mind, I'm about to say something and somebody would have been mad about it. Don't, um, don't, don't do that. If you feel like killing something, I'm just saying, just take out yourself personally. You know what I'm saying? Or oh, go to dear, therapy. Dear I'm just saying because it's like, what, what would you rather do? Look, if you're angry, go masturbate. All right? Simple. I don't know if that's going to help. Simple. It make you feel better. You're going to be as angry. But you're speaking from uh, the point of view of someone that's not going to go shoot up 17 people in a school. Well, it's way more than 17. Kill 17 people and shoot up a fucking school because someone teased you like if everyone who ever in their life had it hard growing up <laughs> we would all be dead we would be post-apocalyptic by now if everybody just went on fucking shooting rampages when someone made them mad it's not okay it doesn't make any fucking sense but you know mental illness and it's just like what like this shit is, i'm so tired of this mental illness argument because when it's anybody else a black or brown person that's never the argument oh yeah um, you're a terrorist or you're a thug and it's like oh well, he had a tortured life fuck you and your tortured ass life you know what people are going through in this fucking slug that's a, me. that's a great point I was gonna um, save it for my grandma gears but um, I'm gonna need uh, the media to stop spinning this narrative that all of these mentally unstable um, minority members I mean my majority members are kids he was, he was 19 okay 19, a 19 year old man Okay, after the age of 18, you're a fucking adult. Okay, regardless of what your mental capacity is, you're an adult. The same way a 12 year old was looked at as a dangerous adult, this 19 year old motherfucker that y'all captured alive, alive, again, how come we don't do shit and we're not alive? That's true. That's but an excellent point. You this are motherfucker is this man destroying just shit. Killed, murdered, murdered several people in cold fucking blood. Massacre. And he was able to just walk out that motherfucker. And it's like, oh, okay, get on the ground. And it's like, nigga, shoot first, ask questions later, like y'all do any other time. Yeah. Y'all know that he just killed all these motherfucking people. It's time for you to die today, I right mean, now. It was suspected. He was the suspected shooter. Fuck out of here. Everybody knew who the fuck he was. He was at the school regularly after he got expelled, after he's already been out of fucking high school for a year. He was at the school scouting the drills that needed to take place in case of a school shooting. Pay a fucking attention. To the things that are actually important. Not niggas walking home with iced tea and Skittles. Okay? Pay attention. Anyways, sorry. See, this will happen when we hype. You know, we get, you know, sorry. 
I just honestly don't have have the energy. No, not today. It's just it's just bullshit. Honestly, whatever. It's just never going to change. Whatever people are going to continue to die. We've had it's like it's what February, and I think it's what they said that we had two hundred shootings, school shootings uh, since January. I mean, no, since the beginning of the year. It was like yeah. I mean, it was close. It was like one per day. We averaged like one per day, something like that. Yeah, one per day. That's far this year. Yeah. But anyway, go. It's fucking crazy. I. Don't quote me on that, by the way. Guys. My heart goes out to the families of the victims affected and all the people at that school because obviously that's a very traumatic experience. And it's like, how do you recover from watching your friends die? You know, or just knowing that that's something that can actually happen. Like, again. Right. Again. To you. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's easy for us to, you know, it's that personal favor of like, you know, you know, bad shit happens, but it just didn't happen to me. And like that reality of like, it almost takes your innocence away. And, and an experience of like, oh, wow, fucked up shit is taking place right here. Like I literally could have died. Like, it's nothing literally besides luck and the grace of God that saved me from being one of those victims. You know what I'm saying? So um, definitely prayers and well wishes. You, you know you can't do that no more. What? Thoughts and prayers don't work. You, you didn't look at that argument either, the thoughts and prayers argument. Well, I'm just saying for the, well, my condolences to the families, whatever. I don't know what else to fucking say. I, I, mean, I can't make it go away. What y'all can do, y'all know what y'all can do to fix it, right? Be better, make better laws, you know what I'm saying? Stop this shit from happening. Gun control, but y'all guys don't want to do that. So only thing I have to offer is my fucking thoughts and prayers. <laughs> so these nuts, you can have those too in your mouth. The fuck, you fucked up. I don't have time for this. So what was oh again? wait, no, I just read this. Sorry, this don't have nothing to do with nothing. It's back. It's about uh, y'all president or whatever. And somebody made a really excellent point that I just saw on Facebook, and I just wanted to point it out. Um, in regards to like the LeBron thing, I guess Donald Trump responded. He, okay. Okay. No, I'm just saying, I guess he responded. So he made an excellent point. They were saying that I noticed that he only responds to the negative, um, negative comments and remarks from black people. Like, he doesn't address the white people and people that criticize him. He, it's mostly just black people that he actually publicly addresses. And that's a, mm, that's interesting. Look. Because like, he didn't say shit to fucking Eminem. Eminem did a whole eight, 85 minute rap about this nigga and he didn't say shit quiet but as soon as like oh from steph curry to fucking lebron james to whoever you know other people of color that he chose to address or respond to i just found like that's very interesting i don't you know mm. at, at present moment um donnie has way more important things to worry about than lebron he wow. should probably focus on the shit that's going on around him instead of Athletes. Yeah, I mean, this it's, it's a hard not life. Anyway, <laughs> so what's on your what's on your mind? Um, not not too much, obviously. No movies, no new TV show. Um, I mean, kind of forever. Um, <laughs> I went to see um, I went to see Fifty Shades of Grey finally. Um, Fifty Shades of Freed. Um, with my sister. Uh, last week it was good. It was good. It was just like the book, pretty much. It was the last uh, kind of like summary movie to complete the trilogy. I really enjoyed it, but I watched the movie, the book. I mean, I read the book, so it pretty much it was pretty exactly the same. But it's good seeing it in real time and like like letting it play out. Like it's definitely like a date movie. It's sexy as fuck, and like if only relationships were that simple and went that well. Like <laughs> only in the movies. If only they did. I'm like I know. 
know. Like, but the way that movie is set up, it's like you. It literally never happens like that. Like I'm ever. Only in the movies. Um. No. Like even movies. <laughs> That's the only movie. Because you know, even when you have a rom com. It's still in a way where, like, they'll have a rough patch and, like, eventually come back together. Like, they'll break up for a minute or they'll be really mad at each other or something happens or it's, like, boy meets girl and, like, something happens. This is, like, they're always together. It's just stuff happening to them. Like, if that makes any sense. Like, oh, I'm getting kidnapped. I'm getting murdered. Like, shit like that. It's just stuff happening to them. It's never actually anything with their relationship. But anyways, um, love that, actually. It was really good. Then yesterday I went to see Black panther and it was good you know i enjoyed it that's all i'm gonna give you for now um <laughs> i've finally caught up on this is us um yeah it's tears um i literally i was cause i was like 10 episodes behind i was crying for like two days because just watching that shit was just like so fucking emotional and then um it was something else that i was watching oh i just started trying to catch up on blacklist i think i'm 17 episodes behind on that um, and then after that, I'll, you know, go to Chronicle and kind of get all of this shit off my DVR. Because it's been on my shit for, like, a, like almost a year. It's ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, Music-wise, um, For Everybody by Cash Doll was on Spotify, finally. Um, <laughs> shout out to Cash Doll. Shout out to Cash Doll. I don't know about that performance, but shout out to her in general. What? The performance was horrible. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm just saying, shout out to her. You know what I'm saying? That song is nice. I really like it. Like, it's been like, I, I feel like it's it's a bop. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Um, it's, it's a bop. It's a bop. I don't know. I've been listening to too many podcasts. So, all that lingo kind of mixes in. That's why I looked at you like that. Like, oh, okay. All right. I'm trying to be a cool kid. Is it working? Huh? How, how am I doing? Am I doing good? Cool. Nice. Nah, it's a bop. Still, um, still struggling, But yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think what else I've been listening to. I feel like something came out. Oh, the, um, ah, shit. The uh, soundtrack to Black Panther is pretty good. I've actually been able to listen to it, and it's pretty good. I've listened to a lot of hood rap music and ratchet shit. I have, um, been slowly getting my life together. I'm contemplating going vegetarian again, but right now I'm just trying to reestablish a good relationship with food. And like, I started my intermittent fasting again. Um, Still on an 8-16 split, like I always do. I eat between 2 and uh, 10. And um, Sounds like a struggle. I mean, it's actually haven't been that bad. And I feel a lot better when I do it. I've been working out every day. Um, I made a point to work out seven days a week. I mean, I have, like, two active recovery rest days in there. But um, I just made a point, like, you know, as long as I can get up and go, I'll be okay. And so I've been doing that every day. And I'm just trying to get ready. I mean, I have shit I want to do. I'm going to Coachella next summer. Um, not this summer, going up. Next. Well, actually, it's not even in the summertime. Next year. Next April, 2019. Then I'm going to Vegas for my birthday and my high school reunion is this year. So I just have to, I just have so many reasons to be a badass bitch. You know what I'm saying? To be finer. I mean, I'm a bad bitch all the time, so. Oh, okay. No, no, <laughs> you're not. Sorry. No, no. You ain't got no curves, big fella. You ain't got it. Right. You just ain't got it. Right. But uh, that's pretty much it. Oh, and, and, um, and the random update news, um, funny story. My parents did not want to tell me. Actually, no, I'm going to start from the beginning because it's funny. <laughs> so, like, um, a week ago, like uh, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, my uh, dad texted me asking me a cryptic-ass question. He was just like, oh, you know, what, what 
utilities do you pay? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, um, DTE. He's like, DTE gas or DTE electric? And I'm like, electric. And he's like, oh, okay. And he asked me something else. I can't remember what it was. And I'm just like, yeah. He was like, everything else is included? Like, gas, water? I'm like, yes. <laughs> he like, okay. And that was the end of the conversation. And then he called me like four or five days ago. And was like, um, yeah, so... Um, will you write your address? Do you include the building number in there? And I'm like, yeah, like the building number as far as like it's actually in you, it's a part of your apartment number. And she's like, he's like, all right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dad, who's moving into the heart? Like, and he's like, oh, we are. I just didn't want to tell you because I didn't want y'all to freak out. And I'm just like, dad, <laughs> first of all, I'm grown as fuck. What y'all knew? Spank me. I don't care. Like, all actually, I'm lazy and cheap as fuck. So all I thought about is how I can steal all of their things and walk in their house freely, and I don't have to travel anywhere on the holidays. I can literally walk. Like it's it's a it's clutch. It's a clutch. <laughs> I mean, depending on what side, because this is uh, a whole little city. No, like no, we're all around each other. Like I'm in building 25. My sister's in building 21. They're in building 23. They're literally in the middle of both of us. Oh, okay. That's cool. I think it's hilarious, personally. But, um, oh, my stepmom's calling me. What's um, what's on your uh, mind? Yeah, while well, you take that. Um, this past week, uh, I've been, you know, same same thing, podcasting. I mean, we're listening to podcasts and uh, trying to trying to like experience different um viewpoints from you guys i know a lot of our listeners are podcasters as well so it's dope to kind of get you guys this perspective on certain things that we actually talk about on a regular basis so that's always dope as always we have a lot a lot of good people out here putting out good content i mean i wish we all you know we all do win but i i genuinely hope that we are all very successful in our endeavors um aside from that chris rock uh his stand-up special uh tambourine uh it was it was great like he dropped a lot of a lot of gems within that like uh, it was a lot of life lessons he finally talked about you know his divorce and how is you know what went down what he did uh the effects that it had on him he you know talked about being a celebrity fighting for custody of his kids and stuff and you know them treating him like he was just a you know a regular person like you know this is a celebrity like he's going to take it make sure his kids have proper food and housing and shit like that like you know just the whole little you know the dynamic of divorce he also talked about you know a lot of things that are going on in society about how the lack of bullies in in school is actually affecting the way that a lot of kids nowadays are growing up they're growing up to be too soft because everybody wins everybody gets a participation award everybody is looked upon like they're you know your kids are you know the greatest thing to you not necessarily everybody else in the world like nobody else gives a fuck about your kids but you i mean i thought that was like a great thing you know nobody else gives a fuck about you but you like you are the most important person to you so i thought that was good um the black panther soundtrack um after watching the movie um i got a, a better appreciation of it like it was definitely something that uh you know it's not necessarily a soundtrack soundtrack 
but it definitely inspired you know you can definitely feel the bits and pieces of the movie that certain songs were made from you know what i'm saying so that was dope um all-star game it was i don't know i don't like the new format i really don't like the the pick em shit like I, it didn't really work out that well it was a competitive game Definitely was a competitive game, but I didn't I, I didn't really feel the whole pickup game vibe. Like, you know, I'm used to the East versus West. Like I wish they bring back like the you know, the throwback jerseys and shit like that. Like the little black and white scheme didn't work for me at all. Like at all. Um the slam duck contest is kinda yeah, you know, Donovan Mitchell did his thing. Larry Nance with his uh, tribute to his dad. That was pretty dope. Um, you know, it just it's not, you know, a lot of things aren't what they used to be. And I think we just have to understand that and stop putting such high expectations on things like that. Like, we're not going to get, like, the best player in the league participating in these, you know, these little contests during All-Star Weekend. Like, LeBron's not going, you know, LeBron's not doing it. You know, you might get Kevin Durant or Steph Curry in the three-point contest. LeBron's not going to be in the dunk contest. Like, no top-tier talent is going to really participate in the the All-Star festivities. Like, they're there for the All-Star game and to look on and go to the parties or whatever. Um, aside from that, I've been watching Travelers on Netflix. If you haven't checked that out, be sure to go check that out. Like it's it's dope. Like I know, I think I watched it like before we uh, KC, but I've been watching it by myself to get a better, you know, a better understanding of what's going on. I like the, definitely like the aspect of it. It's definitely dope. Um, other than that, man, I don't I don't particularly have too much more that was on my mind besides you know just just working and going through you know life adulting and trying to not trying to live my best life but live the best life for me if that makes any sense like i've been hi i've been trapping out the bando (laughs) it was actually funny because that was my story coming into fruition what? My parents are, like, signing their lease right now. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, I'm back. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was just talking about uh, Travelers. Oh, you started it? Yeah. I said I, I think I watched it with you before, and I just started watching it again myself. I'm still trying to finish season two. It, it's kind of like because I was watching it at work, and so I really didn't get to finish it. But Yeah. It's uh, definitely dope. I like the concept. It's a really dope concept. You never watched Sense8, did you? Because that's a good concept, too. I haven't got all the way through season one, but I watched a little bit of it. It's good. It's a really good show. It's it's one of, if you like the kind of like sci-fi, like kind of interesting concepts or like it very, Travelers, I think I watched after that or before, but it's very, they're very similar in the, in the um, kind of how the show is set up or like, I, I just really like it. Sorry. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't. Like, <laughs> that's the crazy thing about all that. Like, even with, you know, watching Black Panther, like, I'm not a comic book kid. Like, I didn't grow up as Oh, a comic yeah, me book either. I, I like superhero movies now. Like, I've always, I always did. Um, like, from, like, watching, like, you know, Superman and Spider-Man and Batman and all that stuff. I've always been into superheroes. So, like, whenever one came out. And then, like, I obviously am a girl in a house full of boys. So... 
<laughs> I was always into like that kind of stuff. So yeah, like my brother was a wrestling nerd. So yeah, my brother, my brothers was all into all of that stuff, like wrestling, Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, all of that stuff. So I got it. Like yeah. I was waking up in the morning before school watching gargoyles. Like and okay. yeah, like <laughs> I grew up like a little boy. <laughs> yeah. Mine was wrestling and basketball, so that's what I tend to lean towards. But I, you know. Dealing with people, I've come to appreciate comic books and stuff like that. Like, yeah, it's cool. like um, like freaking Arrow is one of my favorite shows to watch or whatever. Yeah. I think the shows, like the modern stuff, is actually like really jump started the movement because you know even like the older Batman movies, like you know watching them in hindsight, it's like Ugh. like yeah, no, I ain't talking about. It's true. The, a lot of the I new ain't stuff. Talking about the Adam West movies. I'm talking a lot, about, like, a lot of the new stuff kind of is just better. Yeah. I don't know if it's just a like or. It could be my age, like what I like, maybe changing. I don't know if it's a because, like, I never got into like Smallville and stuff, but like, I love Arrow and like Flash and like all of that shit now. But I don't remember watching like Smallville and shit like that. I remember watching the other show, like the um the older one with like oh, what's his name? It's my Lois and Clark. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I think I remember watching that. But that's pretty much it. Mm. Um, it just, I, I, I say that a lot when I'm talking to people about like how I feel like a lot of that in our generation and in our lifetime blew up a lot because anything about it, like we've had three Spider-Mans in our lifetime, mm. whereas like the older people, like that wasn't a thing. But it's like I remember when it changed from Tobey Maguire, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, oh, bitch, you're just getting old. And um, <laughs> and it t- <laughs> took me to think about that, like. Oh, Kristen Dunst and Tobey Maguire aren't top billed actors and actresses anymore, <laughs> so it's not a thing. But my mom actually mentioned that about Spider Man. It's like, yeah. So who's this little kid they got playing Spider Man? I'm like, it goes in stages. Like, right? Yeah, because when it switched got- to the other guy, uh, I was like, who is it? Where's Tobey Maguire and right. where's Kristen Dunst? Because you got me fucked up. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But wasn't Emma Stone in that one too? Uh, what? No, the Emma, one. Emma Stone was in the, yeah, I think the, yeah, the yeah, last the second one. Yeah. series. Because mm-hmm. yeah. what was the guy's name? Was it? All right. Well, his name is name. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Was there anything else on my mind? No. Music, check. Movies, check. TV, check. What else? Oh, I hate everybody still. Um, dating is dating. Um, dating is dating. You know what? I had asked, I asked my friend this, and I'm going to let you guys ponder on it and maybe i'll get some responses from some men that wants to help me out with this question do you want me to help you out i can help you out i actually i actually sent this to sent this to one of my guy friends i'm gonna just read what i sent him and kind of go off that mm-hmm. um so i asked him hmm, shit where is it at oh okay I said, so what makes guys more interested after you spin them? Like, if a woman is showing you she's interested, but you're playing, so she decides to say, fuck it and move on. But then after that, now you're all on her head and, like, hella interested and, like, trying to pursue her. What is that about? Oh, that's easy. Um, the chase is always more fun than the capture. But, um, but I'm saying, like, as far as genuine, like, if it's all about the chase, what, how do you? how do men ever... So man can never technically be happy in a relationship then. Well, if they all just want, if it's all about just chasing. I mean, in that sense, it's like you don't want anything. Like we don't want. We're natural hunters. We don't want anything that comes easy. 
Like we'll deal with the you know the the after effects you know after the. Fact. This is why men are illogical, and I now this is the same thing I told my friend. <laughs> um, I was like, men are illogical, but I was like because it doesn't make any sense. The reason I'm, I said that is because if you think about relationships, I was like people in general, people are like, oh, women are complicated and men are simple, and it's just like I don't think that's necessarily the case because I feel like women's feelings are most of the time in most cases black and white. Like I like you or I don't like you, and it's like. The only time, and I can speak from my own personal experiences and opinions, the only time I ever play games is when I feel like I have to. Like, when I'm like, okay, you know what? He not going. Jesus Christ. Um, Like, he's not going to respond to me until I say fuck him. And it's just kind of like, I don't want to be like that. I would rather just be like, you know what? I like you. Cue bliss full ending. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but, but it goes back to the same thing. Like, women want to be in a relationship with a man that wants them more than they want the man. Not necessarily. I don't... I'm not attracted to somebody that's not... That I'm... I mean... Nah, I wouldn't say that I want him to love me more, but I would like it to be equal. Like, if I feel like we are building and growing at, a, at the same rate, then that's good for me. With that, I'm content and I'm happy with. If I feel like our relationship is building and growing at the same rate, that's completely fine. But what I don't like is when it's like, oh, you know, you're dating, you're hanging out, and then, you know, he goes from, like, not talking to you because it's like, oh, you know, you like him, and he's like, no. <laughs> then when you, like, fuck fuck it, I'm done. Because this actually just happened to me recently. When you're like, fuck it, I'm done. Then it's like, oh my God, I like you. And it's like, what's going on? Let's hang out. Let's, you know what I'm saying? Let's chill. Like, I miss you. And it's like, I was like, I was pursuing you hard as fuck for like two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Two weeks. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it don't take me a long time. I got too much pride. You got about a good two weeks before it's like, all right, fuck it. That damn Leo pride. Yeah. You got about two weeks before I'm like, no. Nah. Because that's literally how long it was. At first, like, you know, we was we hung out. We had a good time. It was cool. Vibe was, you know, legit. And, like, I was, you know, doing what girls do. And you're like, like, oh, hey, how's your day? When do you want to link up again? <laughs> da, 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 da. Make it an effort because effort is sexy. And um, it was just like, oh, I'm busy. Oh, I'm tired. Oh, it's cold. All this, all that. And it was a couple days of that. And it was just like, skirt. And we was on to the next. And and then, <laughs> then it was like, what you doing? I haven't, like, why haven't I seen you? Like, it was unbelievable. Like, I literally just look at it and laugh. Because it's just like, it's like, oh, my God, what are you doing? I haven't talked to you. I haven't seen you. Like, you've been missing. Like, bae. And I was just like, I'm like, what is wrong with you? I literally asked the nigga that because he called me Bay, and I'm like, I'm like, what's wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? Well, thank you, Casey. I, I appreciate that little conversation. I'm pretty sure I'll be getting a text a little bit later after the episode goes out. You know, certain people listen to it. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you for um, getting me a nice little paragraph text. Did I ruin something? What happened? You talking about the? No, I'm just saying that you know. Yeah, I'm a guy. So Somebody yeah. was on your head and then you would start horning them. Now you on their head. Well, you know, you know how I, you know how I get down. <laughs> you know how I get down. But uh, <laughs> you know, actually, that is your your mo. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I have, you know, I I have to like. I am one of them people. I have to like you more than you like me because that makes you know what I'm saying. That makes my interest like high. I need a high interest level. I don't like attention like that. I don't like that. Don't, don't. Niggas don't make no sense. I'm no telling you, this is exactly what I mean. When people say that women are crazy and women don't know, no, it's men. It is definitely men. We're both equally crazy. Okay. It's men. 
This is not even what we're talking about. It's not. I'm just talking about how logical it is. Because that just was really on my heart. It really was. Because, like, between me, my experiences, my <laughs> friend's experiences, it's across the board the same thing. My friend was talking to this guy. He pursued, like, on her head, like, we need to, you know, I want to hang out with you. I want to spend time with you. I want to get to know you on that level. I vibe with you. Da, 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 da. She started, you know, answering his fucking phone calls. You know what I'm saying? And hanging out with him. Missing. Missing Like just completely Just be on bullshit And it's like This bitch like Ignored a couple phone calls And she's like What's going on I didn't talk to you Like what the fuck Is wrong with y'all Look um, Casey invited me To this uh, This uh, Relationship group Uh. On Facebook (laughs) And I just I just sit back At work And just shake my head All day (laughs) Some Some people are completely irrational and some people are completely hilarious in their in their irrational responses to certain questions because it's one thing in particular as a guy that I know um, I have actually experienced that before you know um, I'll point it out to you after I don't want to talk about that on on air it's kind of kind of mischievous you know don't wait too long, you know. Don't do it too soon. Oh, that one. And don't be mad when a nigga disappear. See, that's another man. <laughs> you know what? We have another relationship topic in a long time, and it's coming. <laughs> it's coming because it's so. I have so many questions. Because between that one, that one is a good one. Like, what the fuck is that? You. It's like literally women are fucked. It's like a damn if you do, damn if you don't. You have you have sex too soon. Oh, I can't fuck with her because she out here fucking every nigga on the first day. It's like, why can't you just feel special? Like, no, no, no. I ain't then if you wait too long, it's like, oh no, she on some bullshit. And then either way it go, you wait a long ass time or a little bit of time. He jetting regardless. Like you're fucked. Don't do it, baby. Be a virgin. I mean, die I'm, alone. I'm just At saying. least you can say that these niggas didn't fuck you and leave you. I mean, I'm just saying. Sometimes it's a reason, like you know, maybe step your cookies up or your cookie. It's all the same. Stick your white whack ass stroke up. Like, no, I this is the thing is that women some, some settle dudes. a lot more, right? Some dudes, women yeah. settle a lot more because I've gotten some trash ass pipe from niggas that I liked, and then and I did not care. <laughs> it was just like you know, wait till he leave, and you know, that's what vibrators are for. But if you like them, you can still, you know, you can still be cool. A nigga been come step your cookies up like this look, nigga fucking Hendrix some muscle. Look, when she told me a, a story about that, uh, that shit like rose my insecurity level up to like a thousand. I'm like, damn, I wonder if she do that in LA. What the fuck? Okay. I'll never tell. <laughs> that was a knee slapper. I really that that was the first time in my life I ever genuinely slapped my knee. I actually feel like that's lit. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, I guess that's enough for modern because we didn't went off on eighty five tangents. Looking forward to these future conversations because I'm not. I am. I feel like I have so many questions because men don't make any fucking. This is why I have guy friends because I really at any moment need to be like. Do your guy friends make any sense? Hmm? Do your guy friends make sense? No, they stupid as fuck okay, too. Okay. But I'm saying like at least they can try to give me some like logic on it. And I'm like, 
no, but that's not what it is. And and like, cause like I said, I asked my friend yesterday. And he was like, well, you know, it's a chase, and and I was like, cause I was asking, I'm like, why do the thing is about it, everybody's like, oh, you know, well, you can't trust these men, you can't trust these women, whatever. Da, 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 da. I am a firm believer, and you know, whatever, call me sexist, and the whole ideology of like, you know, ancient females created by ancient males. It's a cycle, and I feel like that's the case. Um, but. The whole thing behind it is I'm like, okay, if you are on, if you're a man, and most of the time, you know, y'all just want to fuck, right? So, if you just on some fuck shit, why not? It's it, nowadays, especially this days and age, it's females on the same tip. They just trying to fuck, and they don't really want to fuck with you. Why not have y'all fuck each other, and then all the lovers could just be somewhere loving instead of you fucking a lover and fucking her over, and then now she moves on to fuck over somebody else, and then it's a vicious fucking cycle. How about everybody just date in their box? You know what I'm saying? You a hoe, date a hoe, fuck a hoe, and everything will be great. I'm actually, you know, I'm not saying hoes because I think y'all hoes because I really don't care about that word. You know, fuck freely, um, free love. I just feel like. I don't understand that concept of like, oh, you know, I don't want to fuck her. She, she, you know, she a hoe. And it's like, but you a hoe, though. The fuck? How you going to be a bougie hoe? You going to be a, oh, sit on your whole pedestal talking about what you, um. I don't know what you're talking about. Fuck out of here. Niggas do that shit all the time. Every time I, I ask I'm a guy why I, he won't I, just I fuck a girl that want to fuck if that's all he want, they be like, well, why would I want her? She was, I'm like, so you going to fuck over a good girl? I'm saying, me personally, I'm a lover, not a fighter. So, you know, I don't, I like romance and stuff like that. Like, I'm not in the whole business. Trust and believe, if I was, I, it, it will be well known. I'm not in the whole business at all. Alright, so while you were gone. I don't know. While you were gone, I was talking about the, uh. The Chris Rock uh, special. Um, it was something he said about that. He said um, his parents were married for 40 years. He was married for 16 years. And because of the technology and everything that we have nowadays, his 16 years with his wife is the equivalent to the 40 years his mother, his mother and father had. Because you always have access to people. Like people, you know, they live in your pocket. So you find out what they're doing, where they're at, how they feel. They can text you all day. They can call you all day. FaceTime, all this shit, shit, you know, all this and that. Whereas back in the day when you went to work, you didn't have contact with your spouse until you got home. So whatever happened during that day, y'all could talk about it. Like y'all could actually miss each other. Like you can't, you can't genuinely miss somebody nowadays because people are always active on social media or, you know. But see, the thing about that is that social media is a choice. The people that I know, I will say, the people that I know that are in relationships aren't active in social media. And the people, and I, and I am, I really feel like it depends on your relationship and it depends on the person. Because a lot of stuff, you think about social media in general sense, it's really a lot of like egocentric bullshit, right? Lies. Obviously, you want people, no, I'm just saying in general, it's egocentric bullshit. You're sitting here talking about yourself. You're sitting here because you want people to comment. You want people to like. You post this stuff for that reason, right? So it's just like, if you are in a relationship a healthy thriving one um you would assume that you are not attention seeking that much to the outside world yeah i know that when i am in a relationship i'm not on social media nearly as much i know several people who when they're you know saying that don't have social media it's easy if you want to do it to just do it if you don't trust yourself then you shouldn't have it if you feel like it's that if it's that deep to you because i like i don't really use social media in that way 
Wait, wait, wait. Huh? Well, where are you talking about? Like, attention-seeking, kind of like... Oh, I wasn't talking about attention. No, I'm just saying, even as far as access, like, me and my best friends, we are all friends with each other on everything. We don't sit there and talk on social media besides tagging somebody in each other. So when we talk, we still have conversation because we don't post our lives on there. Now, if you want to hear what it's like on every status, my baby daddy broke up with me, and my mama is doing this, that bitch trash, I'm mad at my daddy, my brother, my sister, and then your whole life is on there, then yeah, you ain't got shit to talk about at the end of the day. No, I But if I'm posting regular ass shit like, oh, this is a cute video of dogs playing, <laughs> I don't know what's actually going on in your real life. You know what I'm saying? So it actually is a level of, of like, we still can talk and communicate and still have something to talk about. No, I'm saying, like, it was more so in the fact, like, okay, y'all can text or y'all can call, like, but when you meet in person, is more than likely a repeat of what you guys have already texted and called and talked about before see i don't even know i really i really feel like it has a level of genuine care because when me and my friends link up we sit there and still talk for hours like every like i was when i was with my best friends we sat there for hours on the couch having genuine ass fucking conversation but we don't talk or text all the time because we're growing we have real lives real jobs and real responsibilities. So we don't actually sit up and talk on the phone and text at work and do that all day. So, I mean, we still have the opportunity to genuinely connect. And I feel the same way with my mate. Like, if I don't, like, when I'm dating somebody, we don't sit there and talk on stuff on the phone. I like to have that genuine care and, like, genuine conversation when we're together. Because I still, like, don't sit there on my phone the whole time where we're actually enjoying each other's company. Right. No, I get that. And, like, I, and like overexposure, I feel like, is important not to have in the beginning. But I feel like as you get through it, especially if you're, like, it's a point where you're cohabitating and stuff, it's like, okay, we have different rooms. We have different schedules, <laughs> different jobs. Like, we have something to talk about at the end of the day. Because at the end of the day, like, people are like, oh, what do you, how's your day at work? Nobody really wants to talk about that in a general sense anyway. Like, let's have con- productive conversation about things. Let's talk about things. I definitely get that. But, all right, we're going to move on because we've been rambling and we didn't even get to the topic yet. So, I mean, I guess it's kind of short anyway. But this week, we're just going to talk about our feelings about, you know, Marvel's Black Panther that released Friday. And we both went to go see it yesterday separately, but we went to go see it and... So, Hendrix, what was your opinions on it? What kind of forever? What was your um, opinions on the movie? How did you feel? I mean, the movie was uh, the movie was good. Um, I wouldn't classify it as I don't know. I mean, it was an introduction movie. That's what a lot of people have to understand. Like, it was an introduction movie, and you know, those can kind of linger. You know what I'm saying? Those can kind of run long. And this one didn't actually run long. It was kind of... Mm, two hours and 15 minutes. It wasn't bad. Right. It, did, it didn't feel like two hours and 15 minutes. Like, it had a decent amount of action. Decent amount of action. And, you know what I'm saying? The little hidden gems and everything that they put in the movie were very well placed. Like, um, you know, the struggle between, you know, people who have and then people who don't have. You know, how people who have tend to kind of shy away from help and our people who don't have you know what I'm saying that was a big thing that I, I took away from it because you know what I'm saying it's a lot of it, the majority of people don't have I feel like I, I understand that because I feel like it's a lot of guilt that goes into that because I have that same experience in my life I feel like um, that was very relatable to me like the people who actually like felt some kind of way like damn we, maybe we should be doing something because I get that feeling a lot like yeah. I always feel shit actually it runs into my whole life from like the people that I date to 
the things that I do, like how I interact with my friends or like family and stuff like that, I'm like, a, like I feel bad for like accomplishments or things that I have or have right. attained in my life, and I feel like I have feel a, a obligation, and that burden is that burden is heavy to right, carry. Nine times out of ten, you don't, you actually don't feel like you have it, but to somebody who yeah, doesn't, have exactly. It. And then on top of that. No, like the thing in the matter is that that's why it's like it's kind of like a a conundrum, if you will, because if you have your shit together, obviously I'm not a wealthy, you know, country. Um, but if you have your <laughs> shit together, the whole idea is that you know, oh, you know, you, you know, pull one somebody else up and help and be a helpmate and support system and all that stuff like that. Yeah. But if you did that to everybody in your life that needed help, you wouldn't have anymore. So is that also that fear? So that's why I say it's a right. heavy burden to bear because it's a double edged sword. It's like I could, like I feel like I should help you because I'm in a position to help. But it's like if I went on to live this life of helping everyone that needed help, I wouldn't have. But you would live more richly. You might not have the wealth, but you would have the wealth in life. But it also, you have to think about what that's going to do to you psychologically, at least for me. Like, I know that my finances and, like, my position in my life is, like, psychologically linked and, like, um, directly affected my mental health, right? So you have to think about what that's going to do. Make the best move for you. Right, exactly. Because I know I'm a spaz and a warrior and, like, I'm, like, super anal and controlling and all this like that. And it's like you have to think about how that's going to affect you. Like, every time I do something, I like, I feel a deep sense of regret. Because I don't know how it's going to affect my life. Yeah, I and like that. if I if I was to need, that's also a burden too. Because if I was to need, who's going to help me if everybody need my help? Right, I'm yeah, just that, I mean, fucked. That, that was pointed out in the movie as well. Yeah, we gonna you know we're not trying to spoil the movie for anybody. So yeah, we're, we're not, just talking about it in general sense. But we're not um, going to get too specific. I did see someone point out the fact of the differences between it being like you know um, a regular average black person and then. Like, he was saying, like, oh, you know, the villain in this movie was, like, me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was, like, an everyday nigga. And, and it's, like, that's kind of, like, I don't Yeah, I mean, because that, I mean, Killmonger was actually us in the way that we look at the higher, the higher ups in life. Yeah. The establishment. Like, and we think about that, like, oh, you know, I, I don't know how many times shit from... Even normal people, not even just super woke black Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, to just be like, oh, you know, like we had the ability to, you know, right, kind of go against our oppressor. Like, y'all have the resources. Like, why are y'all not helping people that look like, you know what I'm saying, right. that look like you? Like, if you can help, you know what I'm saying, you should help. And it's, I guess, honestly, what I concluded in the, how the movie ended is that you just have to find the best way for you to help. The way he wanted to help was not what we need to, like, he's really trying to start a fucking riot right the way you want to help is like the what they ended up doing at the end you know what i'm saying like something that can be productive and like look that better so i mean i appreciate that message as well it was definitely a lot of different things going on it was a definitely a really good movie the cast was great um lupita's fine as fuck she's um and (laughs) and i hated that michael b jordan is fine because Obviously, I was supposed to hate him because he was a villain. But look, oh, oh wait, wait, Michael B. Jordan is a terrible villain. 
Why is it? First off, we've known Michael B. Jordan way too long. He's been the good guy in way too many movies. So when you hear his voice, it doesn't resonate anger. Just, you know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't have an I angry feel like, voice. I feel like he. I feel like the role that he played was very. I feel like he did a good job. I feel like it was very representative of what he was supposed to be in that movie. Hey, Auntie. Right. Like <laughs> when you look at like somebody like when you look at like, like he was an asshole. Bro. Yeah. Like, like when you look at Claw. It really was just like, but that's the thing, you know, that like from, that's a villain. When you think about how he got to that point, it was like it made sense that he was like that was just what he was. It's like oh, I'm just a regular ass, you know, person with a little bit of animosity, and well, not a little bit, but you know what I'm saying, like <laughs> some animosity, and just like everything was like vindictive and assholeish, and that's what you think about if I was gonna torture some fucking body. <laughs> I've been training all my whole life to torture your ass. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I got I got Batman vibes from this movie. Um, the Dark Knight Rises. I got I got that kind of vibe from this movie. Where you know what I'm saying? This guy who was un you know it wasn't up to him. He was ostracized from you know this place of privilege. Yeah, man. The, the, this is random and completely unrelated. The leader of the Mountain Tribe, bro, can get all of it. <laughs> All of it. Yes, everybody and their mama is uh, fawning over Winston, dude. All of it. Actually, thanks for telling me his name. I'm about to go Google him now. But, yes. Um, hmm. <laughs> he can get hmm. all of it. Yeah. What? Nothing. Easy to get your turn. No. Oh. Not interested. White women. Mm-mm. What yeah. what else? I said gay and white women. What else is? There? I mean, it's more people out here than that. Jesus, foreign. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, well, that's black men in general. You know, when y'all reach success. <laughs> yeah. Somebody actually. Somebody was actually talking about that from like the the movie premiere. Yeah, because like, all of them is married to white women, right? <laughs> like from the movie premiere, like that. I mean, it ain't they fault. Like that. I mean, it's like white or white with a taco or yeah. you know a donut kebab or. Um, Look, shout out to Agent Ross. Like, he was my favorite character in the whole movie. The white guy? Yes. He was funny, though. That nigga was hilarious. He, he was, was hilarious. funny. The other guy was funny, too. The guy who put the big guy. He was funny, too. He was hilarious. Um, My man's from Get Out. Like, he, he just he just can't get right, like, at all. Like, his decision-making in the movie is horrible. Oh, my. That was one of my... Fa- <laughs> that's true. But that was one of my favorite parts when the fucking... Oh, shit. Well, you know. Whatever. Never mind. Oh, yeah. That is something that they threw in there, you know, subtly, but it resonated. What? The end part where she was like... You, you bow down to your queen, bro. Yes, <laughs> bitch. I was like, absolutely. That had me hyped, nigga. Because he was like, um... Like, you gotta kill me for Wakanda? Yes! I want to know what kind of special effects they did on Forrest Whitaker's eye. I'm like super fangirling because that part was my shit. But anyways, the movie was everything I thought it would be. Like, I feel like it was a decent amount of action with the main focus being on obviously the storyline and giving you a background and like, you know, doing what was necessary. Um, Definitely, definitely. I like that it was definitely memorable. Like I said, the. I had quotables, so that was. Definitely quotables, yes. The sister was like one of my favorite characters. She was so cool. That that was like one of the most inspiring things about me. Like the smartest person in the world is a teenage black girl. Right, like, yeah. Like fucking ridiculously dope. The one thing that I I don't they didn't explain it. 
so I just I guess I just had to wonder. I want to know what vibranium is in real life because I believe that that is actually a metaphor for something. I don't know what it is yet. I don't know what it is yet. Um, also the thing about um him and his dad, like it showed you that you know even the people that you look up to aren't perfect. Like, yeah, every, yeah. Everybody absolutely. makes mistakes, including you know what I'm saying your parents. Like your parents aren't perfect. They hide a lot of shit from you because you know you don't necessarily need to know all their business so you know don't hold them in too high of regard because you know everybody makes mistakes that's fair okay i'm actually i guess we can wrap it up because it's really getting hard to talk about this without saying something (laughs) i already had to edit some shit out already so (laughs) she definitely dropped the spoiler i definitely did and so i had i I don't i can't do it anymore so uh, listen go see the movie motherfucking wakanda forever support fucking black people like the director it's just the whole fucking cast i've been looking at videos and i'm just so like hype about this i don't know why and check out the soundtrack too because it's pretty good also lastly um it was it's so dope to actually have something for us that looks like us that mm-hmm. reminds us of us yeah and Michelle Obama tweeted something like that as well reminds us of the history that a lot of people aren't knowledgeable about because they've taken that from us that's true it was a lot of stuff um, that Michael B. Jordan's character said that was definitely on that level of like you know woke as fuck yeah. <laughs> um, and then also it was something uh, it was just how it was a lot of like funny tidbits in there like I know like with A and Ross was talking to the sister was like calling a nigga colonizer. Colonizer. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was just like, Oop, well, you know, it is what it is. But like yeah. I said, it was really happy Thanksgiving. Right. It was really good. <laughs> um, I encourage everybody to go see it. You know, whatever. We throwing up, you know, the fucking Wakanda forever time. We doing that all day. Like it was good. So. Maybe um, we'll talk about it more in depth. We we'll give you we'll give you guys some a couple weeks, maybe another week. I had a very uh, stomach churning moment. I don't like water and I don't like heights. You talking about that? No, no, but no, the, no. But the no, 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 no. But the visual of that, like it's a video that I retweeted on my face. I mean, I reposted on my Facebook. Um, I've been talking about that scene specifically. The visual of it was fucking beautiful, though. Like all the different tribes and their colors and all of that. It was just fucking dope. That shit was actually funny. What? Just the niggas gigging and shit. <laughs> guy was laughing. They were sitting there fight. Oh my god! Yeah. But that's uh, that's one thing that it made as as an African American woman. It definitely made me kind of a little sad is that it's one thing that we all do not have as african-american people is that kind of connection to our culture and where we actually came from and having that ability to embrace that and so it's like seeing that was just kind of it was it was heartwarming but it was like damn i wish i had like cultural you know traditions and stuff like that that i can like practice but i don't even know what, what the fuck i am anyway so that part you'll try brother no, oh, okay. that part. But anyways, <laughs> all right. So, um, Hendrix was grinding your gears. Oh well, the biggest thing that grinded my gears today. I mean, this week, my bad. Um, a little guy man by the name of Noel. Um, I myself grinded my own gears this week because um, I'm so far removed. You know, I said I, I said earlier I had an epiphany. I'm so far removed from my actual self at this moment in time that is sickening like you know what i'm saying some sometimes you get like so away from who you are at your core 
either because you're afraid of people's perception of you, you know what I'm saying? You have um, unrealistic perceptions of yourself or you just, you know, you kind of get lost. Sometimes you get lost as as an individual in how you're living your life. Like, you know, especially with seeing Black Panther yesterday, that kind of like confirmed it is like, you know, be who you are. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has flaws and everybody has faults. Like nobody's perfect. But actually, you know what I'm saying? Being who you are, who you've been raised and taught to be, you know, how you've grown up, like just be yourself. Um, it was uh I talked about it earlier. Um, Chris Rock said, like, every time you leave off the house, you have to understand that nobody gives a fuck about you. Nobody. Because you are the most important person to you. And you have to live like that. You have to understand that there's people around you. I preached this before. That don't give a yeah, they don't give a fuck about you. Your friends, your family, your mates. Like at the end of the day, they're all the most important people to them. You should act like you're the most important person to you. You have to start in your own movie. Yeah. You have to be the star in your own movie. Um also another thing that grinded my gears was um, the backlash that came from a lot of people dressing up to go see Black Panther. I know, uh, you know, at the beginning of the week, I was kind of like, you know, hey, like that, you know, don't. Oh, hi, Winter. How you doing? Winter makes a guest star appearance. Um, at the beginning of the week, I was kind of like on the fence about it. But, you know what I'm saying? Just let people be who they are. You know what I'm saying? If you. It's dope that, you know, people actually dressed up in the African garb and, you know what I'm saying, all the costumes and whatever. Like, we actually enjoyed this because we never got the opportunity to actually, you know, see ourselves on screen in such royalty and elegance. So, you know what I'm saying, just let people have what, you know, what they want. Let people be, you know, you want to dress up? Like, you know, we don't talk shit to everybody else that wants to dress up. Like, just let people dress up and do what the fuck they're going to do. That's real. That was irritating as fuck. The whole, like, no, oh, but people I, are I extra. See, yeah, like I said. Oh, excuse me. Like I said, like in the beginning of the week, I was kind of like in that crowd a little bit because, you know, it was like it was the what what fucked me up was like I saw the picture dude with the coming to America outfit on. It's like it's not the same thing. But, you know, do you do you? You, you should know? definitely do you. Do you, you know? I'm happy you chain came around because I had to cut you out. No, I mean, because I, I, I really feel like people. <sighs> We are under the microscope. We're criticized for every fucking thing we do, whether it's good or it's bad. We cannot be passionate about shit. We cannot be excited about shit. We cannot be happy about shit. And it's stifling and it's fucking fucked up. But anyways, because I have to step out, I'm going to get my grinding my gears and let um, Hendrix wrap up the shop. Anyway, so what's grinding my motherfucking gears is um, myself, too. Because I am super fucking hyper negative about everything and I assume the worst. <laughs> About every fucking thing. I was in a situation with like, I don't know, just dating and like work and just like interacting with people and me being a prideful ass Leo. I kind of like see everything negative first. And it's like, if it works out, I'm like, oh, okay, that wasn't so bad. Yeah. And it's something I really need to stop doing because it's not healthy and it's not positive and it's kind of stressful. And so it's a burden to bear for sure. And so I'm trying to get out of that mold. I mean, I have been being a more positive person. Like I was talking to one of my friends, just like, I really enjoy that about you is that you're never upset. I call you and you literally be like humming, like, mm-hmm. you'd be like so happy and it's refreshing. It's good to hear. So it's like on that, 
on that note, I'm that way. But it's just like when it comes to like interacting with people and my expectations for other people, they're mm. low. And sure. I think it's because, you know, no one's going to be... I don't know if everybody else feels like this, but sometimes it's like, why can't everybody just be like me? <laughs> like, oh, loving and, and warm and, like, happy and, like, considerate and responsible. Like, all of these cool, good qualities. have. Obviously, we all have negative qualities, but it's just like, some people with negative qualities just, like, fucked up. You know what sure. I'm saying? It's just like, why can't we have simple negative qualities? Like, I talk too much or, you know, I laugh too loud or I snort or I have gas. Like, why did it, can't it be something like that that people can deal with and not, like... I'm a racist hate monger and I, you know, like to kill people or I'm psychotic or something like that. It's like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, why can't it be normal shit? So that's kind of what I've been trying to be better about. It's just being more open-minded and not trying to be so negative about other people and have more faith in people and be more trusting. I guess that's what I'm trying to do. So that's what I'm going to get my own self. I'm trying to check my own self, which is the most important thing. Yeah, that's good. Mal, before I get out of here, if you want to reach me, you can do so by um, contacting me on Twitter or on IG. Um, my name is K-A-Y underscore I-N-R-E-E-L-L-I-F-E. Um, send any, you know, thoughts, or especially about what I was saying earlier about, you know, men. If you want to comment on that via Twitter, you can do that. Oh, I, we haven't even got an email today. Um, if you want to ask us any questions, comments, or voice your concerns, you can do so by emailing us at ask2ampodcast at gmail.com. That is the number to send on your questions in so we can answer them a lot on the show or just send you a quick email back. So, Hendrix, let them know where they can reach you. Well, you know, she said she was going to leave so I can wrap up the show. But you see how that, you know, you guys see how that worked out. Um, if you want to reach me, you can do that by following me on Instagram on or on Twitter at Noli Hendrix. That's N-O-E-L-Y-H-E-N-D-R-I-X on Instagram and Twitter. Um, if you want to reach the show, you can do so by following us or liking us on Facebook. Um, Instagram and Twitter. Um, that's the 2 a.m. podcast. The number two. The 2 a.m. podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, once again, if you want to email us anything, um, ask 2 a.m. podcast at gmail.com. That's the number two. Um, if you're listening to the show, um, please use the hashtag, uh, hashtag 2 a.m. pod. That's hashtag 2 a.m. pod. We will. Greatly appreciate you doing that. Um, what else we got? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like us, share us, repost us, subscribe, review. We um, we're still getting the uh, details ready for that review contest that will be coming to you guys shortly. Um, so that's just about wraps it up for this week. And as always, remember, millennials, the kind of forever. Peace. <laughs>